Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. Welcome to the episode of Matt Nanny's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Nanny. Across from me is Mr. Matt Donnelly. And on the nods and dials is Jacob the Audio Guy. Love that guy. We're preaching fun. Who knows if that lined up properly? We don't know. Because, oh, it's good. Uh, sure, it's perfect. Because we are watching, uh, we're here at my house. We're going my house for a couple of weeks. Churn, uh, the whole building has been rented out by some yeah. fancy pants YouTube celebrities. Is that right? Yes. Really? We, we were Ooh. not told to not record. Is it uh, in the train this week? No, 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 no. Who is it's it? It's the same people that did it last time. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's people that have rented out before. Oh. They have some kind of hillbilly theme, which I imagine, like, do, do not try to make any money with a hillbilly theme. <laughs> I can tell you that much right now. <laughs> do not do that. That's all you know for sure. We should also say we have a special guest. Go ahead. Let's give him a special intro. Here we go. All right. Hi everybody! Hi RJ, thank RJ's you for coming here. by. RJ is here because I'm my my kids are here. I have no uh, my wife is not here, and so I might have to hop off to take care of things like you know feeding yeah, them or something. Yeah, thanks for not having Sarah here today. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> the only reason I wanted to come over. That's the most most of the time. That's why everyone comes over, and it's pool season. Right. Um, oh yeah, it's getting there. It is summer. I went away to Portland. I came home, and it is summer. Uh, oh yeah. Thankfully. Weather's supposed to be a little temperate next week when we're moving, so that's going to be good. As long as that good. damn wind doesn't come back up. Well, oh, that was man. crazy the other night, huh? do a thing with my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. You're so unkempt, RJ. I know. Um, so, uh, Paul, you're, you're in the middle of moving? In the middle moving. of a move, baby, yeah. It's, uh, you it's seem a little good. bit more like uh, weathered than last time we saw you. Is, oh, it, is, uh, is, is it winning? Is the moving winning? I just My last two off days were just... 10-hour pack fest. Yeah. It's been crazy. Paul, yeah. is, Paul is very quaffed today as well. He is very quaffed. Your hair looks fucking on point. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, I. This is day three of haircut. Day three oh. or four of haircut. Oh, best I mean, days. Yeah, you know? best using a new days. product? Nope. Standard product. Here's the thing. Just I'm, sperm. Uh, as, as many of the scoops have guessed, I have a new gig where I'm uh, chasing zombies around, and I'm often in a military role. Yes. That's kind of where I found my uh, niche. Yeah, because I think when we see you, uh, people walk in the street, people think military training. Yep. That's what people I think when I see think. Paul Manningly. Yeah, With mean, that haircut. That, well, see, that's just it. I went, I went ahead and said, uh, go ahead and shorten it up this time because I'm doing a lot of uh, military stuff, so it's a little shorter than it usually is. And you keep Not the beard much, but trimmed? Again, it's still just... I mean, he did a little on the side. Okay. Okay. He, he did trim a little off the sides. You're, you're high and tight on the beard. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's looking good. What do you do about the the belly? Yeah. 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 How, do you, how do you hide that in military uniform? Yeah, I've yeah. got a big military uniform. All right. And I still got a gut. But luckily, are you familiar with Spanx? Yes, I can. Yeah, right. Luckily, so do so does most of the other people that are working there. That's awesome. Oh, it's all good. So last night, like if you the, hear little kids, it's because every time they come up to me, ask me or something, I'm going to try to mic We're them. the heavy, Good. slow, zombie, easily chaseable military. <laughs> <laughs> this is like when people come in, it's Vegas, so they come in, they're like, oh, I'm betting the zombies all the way. Yeah. yeah. No way. I'm putting money on this army guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's, official, it's official gear. Yeah. So uh, Official zombie gear? No, it's official army gear. So you have to be very uh, sensitive about where you wear it. Because oh. people will scream like stolen. Thank Ballard. you for your service. No, they won't. They'll say, they'll say, "What the fuck are you doing, fatty?" Um, 
No, it just seems rude. So there's like like there was a a, a batch of uh, military guys coming through the other night. Oh no! And they were a little a whole part- batch. They, of they were them. a little partied. So I was like, you know what? I'm not even messing with this. So I tore the rank insignia off and just put it in my pocket for that okay. round. Just because I didn't want to go through the. Yeah, mess. it seems like smart thinking to me. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm ahead of I'm ahead of the curve on Good this job. stuff. It's the only military police uh, faction that has their headquarters at like the buffet, huh? It's so yeah. It's the only one. It's the only one. It's it's an odd gig, but it's it's fun. You know, so I'm kind of jealous. Last night, yeah. I thought I saw one of your coworkers. I was at the Smith Center last night to see the Color Purple yes. uh, National Tour, which is fantastic. Um, in line at the bar, I saw a guy that I thought was in zombie makeup. He mm-hmm. had uh, like made. He was bald and uh-huh. had like a big made up cut on his head. Uh, and I'm talking like like four or five inches across the front of his head. Uh, fairly bloodied cuts across his neck and face and whatnot. And, uh, and I was like, this is this is like a guy that came straight from the fucking zombie encounter or something, yeah. and just didn't take his makeup off. Then I got a closer look at at him and realized that I believe he had been in a horrific car accident within the last day or so. Oh, you sure it wasn't just Roy from Siegfried and Roy? I'm fairly certain. Okay. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. They came to opium? I know, I saw. And then oh. they sent every member of the cast and crew a bottle of champagne individually. Love wow. Siegfried and Roy. Get out of town. Because they're classy. They really did. Yes. That's awesome. I know. That is a class move. They're like, this is because we got a, we got champagne for the opening of opium from uh, from the, the bigs. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, and you have this bottle of champagne as well. I was like, who's that from? They're like, Siegfried and Roy. Wow. Yeah. Like, Excuse me. Matt's bottle of champagne? It's perfect. So now I can drink one and put the other in my butt, which would make them so happy. Very happy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and what's nice when you do it that way is you keep refilling the two bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know where the bubbles are coming or going from. Yeah. You know? I noticed your personality was rather effervescent. Very. <laughs> yeah. I've never been happier. The human champagne peed. <laughs> one man, one bottle. <laughs> Arf. Um, so you saw a guy in an accident I believe so it, it seemed that he had been in, a, in just a horrific car accident And I thought he was made up to And look, he was like look, you know what up. Color purple Yeah Fuck you I, like, I can't miss Whoopi this Goldberg. Yeah. And some Oprah <laughs> Oprah was not in the national tour She wasn't No She's not doing anything these days Very upset about that Lazy the ass hell? Yeah Come on, Oprah. I have another magazine cover to pose for, for my own magazine. <laughs> How does she make the cover every month? <laughs> um, I hear there's no way she gets an O these days. It was a good show, oh. Color Purple? It was a very good show. Um, I, I only want to stop so other people can laugh. I can't add to it. That was a good joke. Um, uh, I didn't understand the movie at all okay. when I saw it. I really just didn't get it at all, which is fine. I don't think it was meant for me to do that. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. Yeah. So I was going in kind of cold on it. Yeah. But I mean yeah, it was it was easy, it was easy to follow. The, oh. the show was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I feel like I need to go back and watch the movie again now. I basically am curious like cuz when I saw the movie, Danny Glover's character confused me. Okay. It seemed like he mattered a lot, but then he also felt like he was playing it comedically. And then like I didn't understand if I was supposed to care or not care about what he does and what he does cause and what happens to him. Got it. I don't remember which character he was. He was the black, the black guy. guy. He was the black oh, guy. that that Danny Glover. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, I I want to 
talk about this. I almost got, got talking about it online and I realized what a mistake that was. Uh, Kevin Smith is in the news. Uh, he yes. is? Yeah. Uh, he is now a spokesperson for Weight Watchers. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he went on Cray Ray. Yep. Well, he's, huh. he, he did the potatoes. I watched his live stream on Facebook when he first went to mm-hmm. corn. Did you see that? No. Okay, so he, he had done the, the 20 days or the 14 days, what have you. Okay. Yeah. Lost a good chunk. Yep. And then it was going to start into the yeah. veggies. Yeah. I guess he doesn't eat vegetables. Yeah, like, he does not. At all. Yeah. To the point where he was sitting there eating, a corn, eating corn on the cob. Yeah. It looked like he was having dental work done. <laughs> oh, corn on the cob? He was eating corn the on the cob. The best vegetable ever? I know, dude. Southern boy, I'm like, what? And, yeah. and not only that, like, I remember my first corn on the cob after I did the potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, my, 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 my recollection so of it is famously so in Ben's good. book. Yeah, But also, I got to think, too, Kevin Smith has a different set of taste buds going on from all the smoking yeah. and all that kind of thing. But he just could not even bring himself to eat veggies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But could he do it before? No, never ate veggies. So I guess potatoes was close enough. He could he could swing potatoes. Okay. Yeah. But then went to Which veg- I believe is technically a vegetable. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it was just like, but it was nuts watching the watching the, the stream of watching him trying to I eat bet. that corn on the cob. And just he was just like, it looked like he was in mortal pain. That's why you see so many fat vegans because potatoes and Oreos are vegan. Oh, Oreos. Oreos used to be so good. Oil is why. Yeah. Oil. The thing about Craver's diet is not a ve- he, That's why he says he's not a vegan diet. Like it happens to be a vegan diet, but but what he preaches is not veganism. He doesn't give a shit about no. animal products from an ethical standpoint. No, it's just that meat's an efficient deliverer of fat, salt. Yep. Um, Kevin Smith lost thirty pounds by doing six weeks of Cray Ray. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then he stopped talking to everyone, and then he came out three days later as a spokesperson for Weight Watchers. Okay. <laughs> I want to say that very clearly because. Every time I, I talk about how I'm mad about that, people talk about what Paul just talked about. Well, maybe he didn't like this, maybe he didn't like that. Sh- sure. Fine. Uh, oh, but I'm that is tr- but I'm that is the try- cycle of I'm events. No, no, it was amazing how many people immediately defended Kevin Smith on our social media. Yeah. Like, everybody was all about, like, yeah, they're both calorie restrictive. Who cares? It's his life. He can do what he wants. Blah, 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 blah. Which is true. I th- I. I no, I mean, I'm not trying to go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm no, no. So, like, I, I'm just thinking, you know, those are the facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He stopped talking to people and then came out on national television spokesman for Weight Watchers. I don't care about Kevin Smith's ability to eat vegetables mm-hmm. in this scenario. Right. So, this is what happens. Like, every time I was talking about how I was pissed, I kept deleting my comments because everyone was talking coming back about diets. I'm like, well, was Ray do this or whatever? And I was like, not the point. Okay, no. Kevin Smith was like, I want to join a circus. He trained at Ray, Ray Cronus' circus for six weeks. Right. And came on national TV and says, hey, everybody, I want you to come check out Cirque. Right. Like, that's what happened. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's it. So, it's, like, he because really... the, the assumption is that he lost 30 pounds on Weight Watchers. Yep. And to say, like, oh, well, you know, like, uh, yeah, he's being cool. honest about this or that. Weight Watchers isn't, if, if, if it wasn't effective for Weight Watchers to do that, it wouldn't be happening. So, don't tell me that it's because. Right. That he can he can just talk his way out of it, like the headlines on every newspaper where Kevin Smith lost thirty two pounds comes out as a spokesman for Weight Watchers. That's a headline everywhere in the news. Yeah. So Ray's already erased. 
Right. Yeah. On that, unless you want to do some deep diving, unless you actually go to his blog and go to his past things. Yeah. But the move he made was a very specific heavy swing for a program that scientifically people lose an average of five pounds a year on. Right. Fact. Did he? Uh, I did, did. Weight Watchers just back up a money truck? Is that what's going on? We don't know. Well, every every other spokesperson. Who's Microphone. Spoke, oh, sorry. I had it farther away. <laughs> every other spokesperson who's done Weight Watchers um, guarantors or spokesperson jobs have been paid a fuck ton of money. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I mean, uh, who, I mean Dan Marino. Yeah. Dan uh, Marino. Was Marie Osmond. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, it's a yeah. shame. So I'm just saying that like from a Ray Cronus is a is a friend of mine and I am and I am absolutely uh helping out uh his business mm-hmm. and I expect to be a part of his business. So I don't want anyone to feel like I'm coming at this from whatever. As someone who is invested in Ray personally and professionally, mm-hmm. I am pissed about the way this went down. It's it's a bit of a slime it's a bit of a slimy switch. Yes. Yeah. It's, and, it's, and regardless uh, of anything else about the diet or whatever, I'm just mad. And I will, I will say before we get tweets and letters about this, the, the fact about Weight Watchers losing an average of five pounds a year on Weight Watchers, yes, we understand there are a lot more people. There's a, lot, there's a much larger sample size on Weight Watchers. Yeah. And yes, most of those people are not as committed as the people that go into Ray's program to lose a lot of weight. Right. So before you even write in with the numbers, yes, we understand that. We don't care about your numbers, but I here's what I do care about. Like as someone who is invested, you you, you can at me, bro, because I'm just going to mention Ray and then have Ray take you on. Ray <laughs> knows all the science. That's the thing. People are like, well, Ray isn't tested. Ray is more scientifically tested than many motherfuckers. Yep. I'm just not good at just saying his science, but I will bring him in. I'll bring him back on air if I have to. Yeah. Um, Kevin Smith went in, the, went in the hospital for a heart attack. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, science. Weight Watchers is not better for your heart than Ray's diet. Sure. And so that makes me pissed too. Yeah. No, it's just, a, I mean, like I said, it's a bit of a slime ball move. Yeah. Just jumping over. Because, I mean, it certainly seems like a money thing. It seems like it to me. It certainly seems like regard. So if it's not a money thing, then, then that's even worse in my mind. Because he's really gone out of his way to make sure that Ray... S- doesn't benefit. Right. Which seems like a weird boner play because the whole start of his move was I read about Penn. Yep. I found this. Yep. I, now I'm getting working with this dude. And, you know, and I'm sure Ray was helping him a ton. I mean, he did help him a That's ton. That's the facts are I know how many weeks he's in the program. I know how much he lost on the program. Weird. It's, ve- it's very strange. It's very strange. I found that bizarre reading yeah. that myself. Yeah, um, and so like I said, the only, like, and I'm not like not defending. I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was odd. That's that's what I'm saying. Like it's was. it's unfortunate right. what happened to a guy that I am personally professionally invested in. That's what I'm saying. I Regardless agree. of diet specifics, yep. the way it was conducted was to me unprofessional to say the least. I would agree, and I, and it, and, it, and it made me very angry uh, for all day. Um, on the same day I went to do, uh, oh, well, I was doing that. I was doing uh, a hot tub, uh, comedy show as well. Oh yeah. You got to go be with, uh, Kurt and Christian. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So Kurt and Christian have been running this really popular thing in New York. It's like a very hip, weird alternative comedy, cool 
thing. And then in L.A., yes, what's up, buddy? Can I? What's up? Can I watch uh, Ninjago? Yeah, you want to put Ninjago? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, update, Keeler will be watching Ninjago. It's big because he's turned off Transformers to do it, guys. Ooh. And then I look at the, the lineup. Vanessa Villasenor from Saturday Night Live is oh, doing it. Oh, I like it. her. Um, this writer I'm really from, enjoying this new, se- this new cast. Yeah, one of the writers from the John Oliver season is doing it. Uh, just this, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's the show's become a real who's who. It has like a booker and everything, and mm-hmm. and it's the first time I've done the show. It's been going for twenty years. The first time I've done the show, as a, I've never went on anything else. How did you get booked on a show like that? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, the bookers, not even I could have called in Kurt and asked a favor, right? But it, the truth of the matter is, the bookers also run a production company, and the Apple Sisters are pitching to that production company. And it was a side note of like, oh hey, could my husband's doing magic now? Could you do a magic slot in your in your? Wait, your is Kurt team? the same Kurt from West Westworld? No, Kurt. Same comedy group. Ptolemy is from Westworld. Ptolemy, that's right. Okay. Kurt is. Uh, he did emotional hangs and did the stand. Oh right, 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 right. right. Uh, he's right, in the right. Big Sick and a bunch of other yeah shows like that. But he's great um, in that movie. Yeah, he's as great in that. Um, so it's his him and Kristen's uh, show, Kristen Shaw show. Um, but the headliner of it was Eddie Pepitone. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. yeah. So how the fuck you doing? How funny. He's great. Yeah. And here's the thing. I love Eddie Pepitone. And up until this point, I thought Eddie Pepitone hated me. This is a true, true thing. Really. So I, I don't think on air I've talked about it in the general sense. Um, I know I've talked about the Kevin Smith story specifically. But when I, when I threw all my money behind my uh, the improv, improv show. comedy mm-hmm. show, uh, television the show, pilot. Uh, that didn't go well, as we all know. Yes. Right? Really? And it, and it led to uh, people that I stuck my neck out for to get involved you know, uh, not getting paid uh, after we all did work together. And uh, Eddie Pepitone is one of those people who did not get paid. Oh, <laughs> ah. And so it wasn't my thing. I didn't, I wasn't supposed to pay Eddie, but I was part of the production team that right. said, Eddie, come, please come do the show. And then um, he didn't get paid. And so he was, and I was very very specifically involved with his contract signing. Yeah. I was, this is 20 years ago, actually 21 years ago. So I was laughing because I was with my kids at the park in LA and I was like, I cannot believe I'm spending this afternoon thinking about Kevin Smith and Eddie Pepitone. Mm-hmm. That I, I just turned 40 Life's and I'm herald, having like baby. my... Also, what Life year is it? That's it. <laughs> my buddy Jim Fasade, Jim was like, Man, the writers of your life have gotten lazy. <laughs> I was like, I was like, clearly Earth brought in some kid who was a fan of my early days and loved the drama of the early days and decided to bring it, bring it back right. in some ways. Open this. Uh, open this. I will if you tell a joke. So tell a, tell a knock-knock joke. Knock-knock. Who's there? Who's there? Panther. Panther who? No pants, I'm going swimming. Yeah! <laughs> yes. It's a classic, folks, yes. but it's still great. It's a winner. Panther, no winner. pants. I'm going swimming. swimming. Um, so uh, they have a box of darts, but no gun. There's a gun. There's a gun somewhere. somewhere. We, have, we have we have a box of 50 foam Nerf darts here. Now ask that fly up to fi- uh, fly up to 90 feet. Holy what, cow! I need those for my trick. Whether or not <laughs> no eye yeah, is they, they, safe they they in this home. They have different um, dexterity darts for these guns. Wow! Yeah, for these Nerf guns. Wow, that is um, that is so, scientific. 
So my wife actually worked with Eddie Pepitone on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah. He was in an episode, and she was a assistant choreographer, and so her job was to figure out what moves he was comfortable doing as a guest star. Okay. And what he could do. So she worked with him all day and loved him, as do I. I would see Eddie in New York when I knew he, he, he hated my guts. I, if he was in the lineup, I'd still go see him. And he, he, knowing he hated my guts, I still would laugh my ass off. He's so funny. Yes. He's great. And there's a documentary about him. Uh, Angry Buddha, I think it's called, or mm-hmm. something like that. Okay, yeah, I want to go check it out. He, I watched him that the lineup that night. He went on, he basically improvises his stand up, but he went on for like fifteen minutes. He's supposed to do ten, went on fifteen, but like he took his like, oh shoot, I'm supposed to wrap up, and did like another five minutes <laughs> that had us everyone just on the floor laughing. And I could have listened to him for another twenty minutes. Yeah. And then my wife, just being my wife, was hilarious. She just was like, "What well, up, sorry, catch up? Like, hey, it's me. We're crazy ex girlfriend. Oh, good." Catch, catch, catch up, and like five minutes in the conversation, goes like, "I think, I think you might hate my husband." <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, a good. That's a good brooch right there. That's the way to do it. <laughs> I, was like, I, I love. love her for doing what else do you do? I love her for doing this. What because, else do you say? Because my wife knows me. Yes. I certainly hope so. No, no, no. What I mean is like she knows I would much rather know one way or the other. Get it out there. Like I avoided him in the dressing room. Right. He was on last, so I wasn't on near last. So Mm -hmm. I got to come in early, dress up like a hillbilly, dress down like a hillbilly, run around and not have to uh, do any awkward dressing room, uh, green room interactions. Yes. Right. And uh, uh, so I was avoiding him. Yeah. And uh, and then he goes, what? Who's your husband? She's like, Matt Donnelly's like. Ah, who? Ah. And I said, uh, <laughs> I think he worked with you back in, the, in New York. He goes, did you say New York? He goes, I've lived in New York in a long time. And let me tell you something. Anything that happened in New York, I don't give a shit about anymore. So <laughs> tell your husband, don't worry about it. Oh, that's great. <laughs> there you go. And then you ran into him and he punched you. No, <laughs> I went to find him and he, he had And left. he was like, you? He was gone. You son of a bitch. Wait, now I know. Now I remember. Oh, yeah. fuck. You're the one. You're the one thing. You're the one part of my life in New York that I do care about. No, I mean, there are... Look, some people don't like me, and it is what it is. I I don't... You know, it's it's fine. Matt, we like you. It's fine. Jacob, it's fine. Jacob, it's fine. You're right. I don't like you. No, I mean... But there are people who don't like me, and they have reason to. Sure. You know, like... And that's why I don't even try to reconcile, because, like, you... I am in the wrong. So, and... Speaking of which, Mark Shunnick tried to add me on Facebook. (laughs) That's one where, you know, however that goes, that goes. Um, Eddie Pepitone literally was like, when we were trying to get involved in the show that we were doing in New York, we were, we were going for broke on an improv comedy show. Yeah. yeah. Like, literally goes like, I don't understand contracts. Matt, just tell me, is this something that we should do? Like, just look at me. Tell me, should we do this? I was 19. <laughs> I was 19. And I was like, yeah, man, we want you here. Yeah, and this is I, I I want you on this show, and I like pushed his contract towards him, and he signed it. He has every right to hate my guts. <laughs> he has every right. You are more so than twice the age that you were then. Now, yeah, I wouldn't ask you that question now. You, no, you were the you were the you were behind whose line is it anyway? <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny this is how horrible this timing of the story is. is that whose line up until that point was only a British show that they showed on Comedy Central. Yes. Right? And cable back then was cable and not something that most people had. And Comedy Central wasn't even in most cable programs. Right. Right. So we were basically saying that, like, hey, those who have Comedy Central like Who's Line love it. So we're going to double down and make an American show that's even better than Who's Line. Right. Is what we were lying to ourselves well, about. No, it, you know, it was just it was ahead of its time. 
Too far out. While we were pitching, they just brought the Drew Carey took over the host. Who's line? They brought it back. So that's how that, that's how that ship sunk. Yeah, and that quickly. Yeah, and Fucking then Drew Carey would screw over another uh, version of, of another improv show I had. But uh, that was what was going on. So uh, if Eddie did punch me at the bar, I wouldn't have been like, "Come on, man." <laughs> Fair enough. I would have just taken it and been like, "That is a drink. fine." Buy a drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. I'd be like, I, I have no, I had no control of the finances then. I don't have any finances to help you out now. But right. uh, I definitely told you to sign that contract. Yeah, you know. There's and, a great episode of Marin's TV show that was on IFC. Mark mm-hmm. Marin. Yeah. Um, where Eddie Pepitone plays a comedian. Yeah. That's a friend of all of theirs, and he dies um, in the episode. And he's everything he does from the beginning of the episode where he is playing this really schlocky bad comedian until his deathbed is yeah. freaking hilarious. Yes. He is one of those people like Chappelle where like comedians love them mm-hmm. more than because they say what's on their fucking mind. And they steer they 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 are feeling a sentence. They are feeling every every nuance of a delivery note and seeing possibilities like that's the thing about Eddie Pepitone like he's yes he's going into a hunk he doesn't know how it ends either and you see him just way quickly mm-hmm. the oh this it's it's nuance is coming from here and he just pushes it right in a direction and then doubles down then goes the other way then does it does all these things where he just he's just reacting see and I used to think Patton Oswald did that I yeah thought Patton was great when he was doing his stand-up mm-hmm. and then I found out that he writes and tests and rewrites and tests every single word that comes out of his mouth. Yeah. And that's things I don't mind either technique. Seinfeld's Which I mean that's like what Seinfeld that. does. Yeah. Seinfeld is like that and Chappelle's not like that yeah. and Eddie Pepitone and Chappelle are very similar and they're almost ba- basically blatantly improvising stand up right. kind of thing. They kind of have hunks in their mind and they might know an out or two. Have you seen the latest Chappelle um yeah. The Netflix the last Netflix yeah. one? Yeah. Oh. The setup and then the payoff at the Just end. Just brutal. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. really good. It's really good. And I like that Chappelle is like honest about his background. Yeah. He didn't grow up nearly as black as people think nope. he did. And right. That kind of stuff. I thought it was kind of cool. I'm going to smoke my pot on TV. <laughs> and I don't care. Yes. This is what makes me funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, I guess Eddie might, he has at least forgotten about me. You should invite him on the show. Uh, this show? Yeah. If he's ever in Vegas, I would do that. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to go see him. Well, funny. Look who's coming through the door right now. Oh, my God, at my house. Did you actually see, like, I couldn't, even even knowing the hypothetical, you couldn't fight the actual pain that came over my face. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got so kind of like... You did get kind of strokey. Because I feel terrible still. It's not a matter of, like... That's what I mean. Like, if he hates me, he likes me, it doesn't matter. I look at that moment in my life and, like, go, like, holy shit, Donnelly. The fucking ego you had at 19. I mean, just... I mean, we all are more egotistical at that age, you know? Sure. It's the kind of thing you think if you have an idea, you still think no one else ever had it. And it takes a few years in show business before you realize that everyone's had every idea. Wait, and just so, like what happened when I came up earlier today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about that. So you watched the new... Uh, Westworld. The new Westworld, Jacob. I did. I watched... I watched. No, I haven't watched Are the you, new no, one No, you're watching the old one. I'm in season you're one. Catching up oh. Season one. Yeah, yeah. Season one is Season fantastic. two dropped on Sunday. I know. That's oh, why I started watching oh, season oh, one. Oh, Brushwood oh, just oh, tweeted... I was like, I should watch season one before watching season two. Yeah. Brushwood just tweeted something about... Um, he uh, he has a lot of friends and fans who uh, yeah. have also watched the show. Mm-hmm. But they went through and they watched binge wise. Yeah, like you're going to be able to do. Yes, 
And he says that from what he anecdotally uh, can see, that seems to be the more advantageous, enjoyable way to watch. Yeah. When you just yes. all at once take it on. One giant movie. Uh, he yeah. tweeted that right after I had watched episode one, so I tweeted back at him that I, w- had, I had been binge-watched episode one. Right. There you go. Binge-watched episode one. I love that first season. Uh, that's still something that I'm going to uh, end up uh, picking up. It's good. I, I'm kind of I'm kind of wanting to wait for a mega set on that one. But yeah. it's such a good And the and the best thing show. is the way I'm watching it, I know it'll take me a few weeks to get through all of it. So you because can, it's one that SJ and I are watching together. Oh, oh yes. there you which go. Means That's the that, way to do it. That, that, which means that yeah, we have we have exactly to right. we have to line up the times, and which which only means time, late night. Yeah, and by that time, you try fucking for a baby. It gets worse. More, <laughs> there'll be more new stuff. Yeah, more of the new ones to watch. That's exactly. Great. Yeah, um, we're smart. We're talking about uh, Westworld now. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Great. But not um, the new one, the old one. Season one. Yeah, season one. Not, not like this 1960s film though. No. <laughs> um, that's what I'm. I, well, that's what I'm doing with Game of Thrones. I won't. St- I Can't know. It. I, I know it's amazing when it's all done because the pain that people express on the delays of the material being brought forth. When we started I don't watching that. it. I understand. I've always waited for DVD. Yeah. And I've been able to avoid spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. When we started watching it, it's great. We though. started watching yeah, it when, when it's all the, done, yeah. I'm watch the whole thing. When the last season came out is when SJ and I started watching it and we thought that we were we, we thought that we were doing that. I did that with Breaking Bad. Yeah. I might be a Luddite, but I just can't stand. I won't watch I haven't watched a single episode of that show. Game of Thrones? Yep. Because yeah. I can't stand British accents. Oh. oh. Really? And you're friends with Piff? I don't talk to him. <laughs> text, tweet. You read, Is that really you read that his text in an American accent? Yeah. <laughs> we're uh, we're watching Netflix, and I guess not Netflix, but now uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah. has started streaming uh, Russian yeah. TV. Yeah, just in the last couple <laughs> days. So Anne threw on an old uh, Catherine the Great <laughs> docu nice. drama. Yeah, and uh, and and <laughs> so funny, and she's just like, and she's like, I just wanted to see what the but the Russian take on this all was they sure are painting her in angelic colors. Yes, they, are. they like, called I'm, her I'm the sure. great. Yeah, what yeah. did she expect? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. And uh, and I just I just kept jibing her. I was like, you gonna get us on a damn list? The great, <laughs> the great dick taker. Watching all these Russian shows, and then just yesterday she uh, she got some text message or something of, from some uh, Russian thing. She was like, awesome. Just, I was like, see, it started. <laughs> It started <laughs> so, tonight. You're gonna come home. And no, oh, oh, I know what it was. I know what it was. She was. We were watching. Uh, I was watching Netflix, uh-huh. and I was watching Star Trek, which I always do. And uh, at the end, they show the international credits. Yeah, and caught the international credits. She's like, "What is this Russian stuff?" And I was like, "It's international credits." It's because we're on the list. I was like, "You paranoid?" I got hold her, on. I, get out a pen. I got Our her, message is coming in. I got her, I got her paranoid. <laughs> You're going to come home tonight, and she's going to be like, you know, other people have been prosecuted for having a private email server. Okay. I forced her to put a baby <laughs> toe into my, into my paranoia conspiracy theory. Speaking bullshit. of all of this, just, Russians. Just start, just start randomly calling codes. her comrade. Yes. Yeah. Eight, 20 years ago when Matt was invincible, uh-huh. there's a show called years. The Americans. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, good God damn, that's good. Well, it's Carrie about, Russell. Is it's about it? yeah. oh, oh, Good Lord. And she's got the curly hair, but she wears wigs and is all sexy. You can see her boobies. But anyway, um, it's her, I know. It's her butt that's amazing. Paul her just butt passed is out. amazing. Are you guys talking about Dear Sweet Felicity? Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Paul's down. It's more like Dear Sweet Felicity. Now. Spy with a great ass. All right. 
because she's got a great <laughs> Al Pacino <laughs> coming into the casino. <laughs> casino? Podcast? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, what, uh, we're not recording a casino. We're at your house, Matt. I said to my Carrie Russell's button, something I don't know English anymore. <laughs> Scent of a woman. <laughs> and you know what? You There's guys, nothing that pisses God off more than if you walk to a field and don't notice the color purple. Hoo-ah! Hoo-ah. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's going to be in the revival, right? Yeah, he the is. actual Broadway he, revival. No, he's in there. He's playing he the Danny Glover role. Yeah, yeah. He's the guts <laughs> to do it. Um, HBO, great new shows. Westworld uh-huh. dropped on Sunday. Four Sundays ago, Barry drops. Barry. Mm. What a great fucking show. That, okay. Bill Hader. Saturday Night Live alum. Yeah. Plays an Afghanistan war vet who comes back home to Ohio somewhere. Okay. His father, his father died while he was over there. Is not processing coming back. Is having a little PTSD. Doesn't, can't really hold down a day job. So takes up a job with his father's friend as an assassin. Great. And so he goes out, and because he was a sniper in Afghanistan, he just goes out and kills people. Awesome. Well, he gets a job that brings him to Los Angeles, and he has to kill this kid, kid 28, 29, maybe 30, okay. who is taking an acting class. Well, to keep an eye on him, he goes to a first, his first acting class, and the acting coach is Henry Winkler. <laughs> it, Henry Winkler is Genius. awesome in this. Genius. It is really... He plays... It's one of those things. It's one of those classic Seinfeld things of like when the Seinfeld showed the soup Nazi. Right. People who had never been to New York were like, oh my gosh... What a crazy character to invent. <laughs> and everyone who lived in New York was like, oh my gosh, that's so New York. I know nine right? of those people. Yeah. So if you've never been to any kind of acting class, you're like, what a ridiculous... Henry Wickler is so over the top. <laughs> what a ridiculous collection of people they have in there. And all the things they portray are so silly. Right. And if you've ever taken an acting class, you're like, this is amazing. Yeah. This is exactly what an acting class is like. So, so he goes, people play like racially insensitive parts. Oh, yeah. Oh. And like bringing in their own props yep. just, to costumes, hit, costumes. just to knock over. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> exactly right. Paul just did the face. I oh. fell on the floor laughing because I was like, oh my God, I, this is acting class all over again. It's called Barry? It's Barry. called Barry. All right. And one of the best scenes is, is Bill Hader. Oh, by the way, Bill Hader, in, in watching this guy in the acting class, realizes he has the love for acting and wants to become an actor now right. and not an assassin. Wonderful. And the good news is that like he was roped into an acting class. We're giving it away, but it's still worth watching because it's a comedy. Uh-huh. So I'm not gonna, and we're not going to give away the ending. No, there is no so, ending. Uh, but this pilot is perfect. That first yeah. episode is perfect. It's one of the, most, it's one of the best first the episodes. The next three are really good I've as ever well. seen. No, I, yeah, and I, I have to catch up on it. But, um, but um, one of the best scenes is he, he, Henry Winkler keeps challenging him to, be, to just be real, just be real. And so Bill Hader just starts talking about coming home from Afghanistan and wanting to kill people and all that. Henry Rickler basically won't let him in the class. Right, unless, okay. he, unless he delivers a monologue. And so just tell me about something. Tell me about your life. Tell me about something. So he starts delivering this, this monologue, which is basically his life about being in Afghanistan and having to kill people, coming back here and working, killing people and doing contracts and what have you. And he finishes, and, and it's just such an emotional pact. Just like, wow, that Bill Hader is, is emoting. Shakespearean. Yeah. And Henry Winkler says, what's that from? <laughs> what's that from? That's good. What's that from? Funny. And great. it's great. And then he's in the acting class. Oh, amazing. I, I, it wa- is I saw the previews. Gorgeous. And I, and I, I love Bill Hader. Yes. You, have you seen Documentary Now? Have you watched yes. that series? No, I've yes. heard about That's it. That's great. Uh, there's okay, so many so good things. I he, don't have time. He crushes. He, I hate it. He crushes forever. He, yes. Fuck it, man. Bill Hader, dude. I started watching another new show this week. Um, brand new, I think. Uh, maybe I just haven't heard of it before, but it's called Better Call Saul. 
Oh, boy. Uh, I started that this week. Yeah. What is that on? It, it's on uh, Netflix. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a Netflix original. Who's the thing that, that, re- that uh, I, when I watched the, the previews for uh, Barry. Barry, it reminded me of that two or three episode arc with Christopher from Sopranos. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, it rings of that. I mean, no, I'm sure this is taking it to a lot of comedic extremes. That's a great further, comparison. But it, but that's that's exactly what I thought of. It does. But now add, in, add into the mix Henry Winkler and Stephen Root. Okay. Okay? Yeah. I am uh, Root. Because <laughs> and, and for those of you who don't know who Stephen Root is, uh, give me back my red stapler. That's my, that's, my, that's my stapler. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, real quick, guys. We just have to do a quick ninja go up there. Okay, is another okay one go ahead. Go ahead. Do no wrong. Go ahead. I don't think I've so seen him. What happened on Ninjago? I've been like, oh, see, Rue, what are you doing? So he's, he's always just on right. aces. That guy. Too he's good. all garment on right now. And then the overlord cross over to him. And then he's bad garment on. But then he's a good dad again. Oh, cool. Thanks, nice. buddy. Nice. That was super sweet. Good job. Good job, Keeler. That was a Ninjago update, everybody. Go ahead. What were we saying? Ninjago! Sorry, I realized that Jacob's dealing with headphones. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Ninjago update posted. All right. What were we saying? I forget. We were talking about... That was it. We were yeah. just talking about Stephen Root. Yeah. Okay. I want to say thank you for having me here. Oh, yeah. I'm not course. leaving, but um, it's a year ago today. I was lying in a medically induced coma with tubes down my throat today, and a gaping hole in my perineum. Oh, so this wow. is we're, we are almost at the one year anniversary of the, of your more important anniversary. Yes, the first time you were my on uh, the first time you were on Ice Cream Social. Mm, that was that was a while ago. He was on before he had he had. Uh, yeah, I was on. Oh, time. you were. I was. Well, let's see. We were tracing it back because somebody mentioned something about episode two eighty eight, two seventy eight, which was Rod Stewart's surrogate bread, bread surrogate, bread, bread surrogate. surrogate. Yeah. 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 And that's where you mentioned we should have people like RJ on and Jimmy on. And then Jimmy was just commenting on this last night in the dressing room going, well, now they have us on, but they don't have us on anymore. What the fuck? And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm actually doing it tomorrow. He's like, oh. He's like, my Jimmy wife gets to do it, but I don't get to do it. I was going to say, Jimmy can't bitch his wife is coming on. <laughs> right. <laughs> that counts, Jimmy, for us checking in on you. So and notice you know. I said perineum and not taint because I'm tired of the taint jokes. Yes. Right. Which is why I left Scoop Group, but right, it's true. That's all, it hasn't been all on the up and up with your relationship with the old ice cream social. It's, it's, no. been, a, it's been a roller coaster. You know, uh, much <laughs> like it's a rocky road. Oh, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's, it's spotty at best. <laughs> Spotted dick. Oh, um, where That's are we? Should we? Right? Should we do? Do we have scoop mail? We have scoop mail. We have. Uh, we can do anything we want. I know. I can go to another. We uh-huh. can. We can do anything we want. We because can. We own the world. Isn't that nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> except go back in time and and not tell Eddie Pepitone to sign that contract. Oh, um, Pepitone. But uh, tell him now. Tell him what you feel right now, Matt. I was 19. You didn't know that. I knew you didn't know that. And uh, he knew you were young. He knew I was young. Yeah. I wasn't talking about how old I was. I was trying to be because I was a creative producer on it. Yeah. Right. And I was basically it was a, it was the kind of thing that. Uh, not too dissimilar to opium. <laughs> like, <laughs> we took a small group of people. We went as far as we could. My college and bar group went as far as we could. We wanted to make it even stronger, so we reached out to Chicago City Limits, which was an mm-hmm. off-Broadway improv company, and brought over our favorite people from there, whoever we could convince to come over and work with us right. together. And it created a very dramatic faction 
uh, terrible showbiz. Your, your child's thing. trying to get your attention. Yes, but but there's I'm only, talking about my past. What do you want? There's only so much credit you can give to yourself when somebody else listened to someone who was obviously as young as you were. I understand that. Yeah, I understand that. But 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 by credit, I mean blame. It wasn't like I did it like a coffee shop. That's you true. Know, we were at a TV studio. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Whoa, look at that. My son is, can capture a dart in his toes. Keeler is half ape. His name is Keeler? Yes. I thought we, were t- we wouldn't tell me his name further, so I was calling him like Quintana. Quintana? Yeah. Is that your name? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're Keeler. Are you the Keeler elf? Um, so uh, I'll just go into another, another story that's on my mind. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I was opening for Piff in Portland. Yes. Last show of six shows we did it. At the, the helium? Uh, helium. Helium in, in old Portland. And um, Piff comes out. And what happens is the music plays and he comes out dramatically. To is that helium where comedy's on the rise? Comedy's on the rise. Yeah. It's uh, also abbreviated to he. Uh, he, he. And, uh, and uh, what is it? Uh, not Joe Rogan. I forget it. Okay. Some other. Who's this? Doug Benson. Oh, he says, I'm playing helium. Oh, that's a gas. Nah. Um... <laughs> So we're playing there, and uh, he does this bit where he play, music plays, he comes out, and then no matter what, he just says, like, well, that died quickly. The applause died quickly on that one. What's the matter? You're not happy? You're not excited to see me? You know, kind of does that kind of a bit right. okay. every time he comes out on stage. And um, <laughs> when he does this bit, one voice nice and loud <laughs> from the back of the comedy club. Oh, no. So he goes, what's the matter? Uh, that's all you have for me tonight? He says, you're not that excited or whatever? And this one just goes... I hated the opener. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's asked to keep it in for every show. I did not know you could hear me. Man, I gotta tell you, if you you for those of you who don't know, if he's only been on our podcast once, but if you listen to that episode, you will know nothing made him happier oh, or more excited than when he heard those words bellow from the back of the comedy club. He just there's you've never seen a more content magic dragon. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> no. Go off I, script. Oh no. I have I have the expression that was on his face firmly in my head. Just like 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 testing out a comfortable pillow for the first time. <laughs> oh. Just like what was that? What was that? <laughs> uh, pardon me. Could you say that again? Hold on. Let me hit the record button on my phone. <laughs> That's gonna be my new ringtone. <laughs> I hated the opener, and then more people were like, "Whoa, boo, oh, whatever." Kind of like trying to get my back, whatever. Yep. And he's like, "No, no, no. She's right." <laughs> and then it felt like WWE. But I ran out onto the stage from backstage. Uh, I ran back you did out. A run out. I ran back out and I pulled out my knife and I pointed towards as if I was looking for who said it. I just <laughs> pulled out my knife and just gestured as if I was going to kill them. And the crowd roared, like roared like it was a wrestling match. Like just loved that I came out from behind the curtain to, to, to hunt her. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Ma'am, if you're listening and you'd like to come on a podcast, you have a full invite. Oh, man. It was Rachel. <laughs> it was just Rachel. Yeah, because Piff was like, what's your name? Rachel. Good. All right, Rachel, for the rest of the show, we'll see if it can be better than, than the Hillbill. <laughs> Hilarious. And he just kept checking in with Rachel through the rest of the show. <laughs> he just spent the better? whole rest of the show checking in Rachel to see if she was happier. Uh, was she? The show. Uh, yeah, she loved she Piff. She liked Piff. Good. She loved Piff a lot. Good. Uh, <laughs> Everyone shaking hands was like, I thought you were great. You know, like, <laughs> def- like 
As Don't if, listen like, to that, Rachel. Exactly, because if Rachel like I'm Rachel like, just had a bad I did, day. I heard laughter and applause through my work. I was yeah. satisfied with the job I had done. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't like, yeah. oh god. Not did, not you meet, did you meet everybody. Rachel? Did you meet Rachel after? I think someone said she like too many people jokingly said they were Rachel. I don't know if I actually met Rachel. Okay, too many people were like, "That's Rachel," or "I'm Rachel." Like there was a lot of that. Yeah, and I really honestly, a lot of guys came up to me and were like, "I'm Rachel." Yes, Rachel uh, didn't want to get stabbed. <laughs> that's it. That's it. She you took know, off. But like, oh my she's god, a critic, but she's no fool. I just was Piff still after like packing up and stuff like that. He just was like, "What were her exact words?" <laughs> like, just loved, loved it so much. Ah, he's a dick. It was so crystal clear, like it was right Hilarious. above everyone. One voice, so loud from the back. <laughs> I hated the opener. Just clear, succinct. Yeah. <laughs> knew I knew to say opener. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I guess she, someone said she was really drunk. She didn't sound it. <laughs> she was like, it was like, ah. And you are a f- big hit with the drunks. So. Exactly. Yeah. I usually get along with the drunks really well. Drunks and lesbians. Um, we did shows on four twenty. I was literally handed, I believe, a dozen joints. Good. Just and they are where? <laughs> Still in Portland. I didn't, I didn't fly with them. <laughs> they were like designer shit. It's Portland. Oh, yeah. They were like, yeah. I got all these like designer. Oh, hotel room things. just filled with blunts. Yeah. I know. I was like, and I was like, I was there by myself. Like, I wasn't like, Piff doesn't do anything. There was, if it was there a was hotel a room was filled very with happy. Emily Blunt, I'd be very happy. Oh, I would do that. Mm. I'd still a be in Portland. hotel room full of Emily Blunt. Mm. Rolling Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there's got to be, again. we can't be the first ones to come up with that. There has to be an Emily Blunt. Certainly. The beginning of them, I'm sure. It has yeah. to be. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, that's that's probably like a, a brand. It's I was going to say, does, does she not there, sell a, Emily there has Blunt? To, there has yeah. to be a strain. She's got to be getting okay. into that. I want, uh, speaking of this strains and brands, and now that we have legal marijuana uh-huh. in Las Vegas, I came up with an idea that I'm going to share with the 300, 400 scoops that listen. <laughs> You're a dick. How many people? A uh, thousand. Thousands. Yeah. Multiple thousands. Multiple thousands. Rolling papers. It's more than ten. Yes. <laughs> rolling papers. The dozens of people that listen. Yes. They make rolling papers, and they're made like there's the hemp the rolling papers. And the there's the button that often. Yeah. <laughs> there's the, uh, the, the non-bleach rolling papers. I, I'm making, I want to make rolling papers for a specific demographic. Okay. And this is the young black male who smokes... Marijuana. Oh, okay. we're still safe. Yeah, you're safe. Okay. Because <laughs> they aren't listening? No young black guys. Okay. <laughs> and it's $100 bills. Oh. The new ones with the blue tint. Yeah. So they can look like they're smoking their weed through a $100 bill. That's not for young black children. That's for everyone. I would no. I would smoke it with that. I would buy that. Yes. Yeah. All right. You heard it here first. But here's the thing about legal weed. Those Ross, send me some money. Here's the thing about legal weed. Was that just a side note? Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, also, if this thing, send me some money. Um, do like I was listening to Bill Simmons' podcast, and he said toke. Yeah, and yeah. Some young girl just laughed. Just yes. Like, like, do you guys not still toke marijuana? She goes, "We still smoke marijuana. <laughs> no one tokes anymore. No. <laughs> not unless it's midnight." And I was laughing so hard. I was like, "Oh wow!" Like. Until until she laughed, I never even thought about that. You right. know what I mean? So oh, like, that is I'm, an old man word. Yeah, that's an old man word. Yeah. Yet, um, Bogart is still acceptable. Bogart's because it's a great. It's a great holding. Name. It's a great holding. You holding? You holding? Doobage? Doobage? <laughs> Doobage is still around. <laughs> I don't think holding is still around. I think uh, you and I should go try to do like an improv show for the teens. 
you know, like like not at a school, but like midnight style, like rebellious, stay up all night on the basketball court. Yeah, and be like, yeah. oh yeah, it's all night, so I brought my doobage. <laughs> oh, who brought the, who brought the Mary Jane? Sling me a dime bag, my friend. I just stuck my hand in my pocket and found something I wanted to talk to you guys about. Oh Jesus, what is that? It's, it's the Fountain tube. of Youth, gentlemen. What's it it's called? It's a tube of something. It's a I tube need of- you all to trust me. All right. Yeah. And stick out a finger. No. Okay. What? I don't. What uh, we're just we're just doing some kind of tube yeah, yeah. sharing. We're we're uh, we're getting some doobage here. Yeah. It's uh, a All right. Thank you. You know, I have two children that I'm responsible for right now. Just to be clear, before you put that on my finger. Um. Oh, is this what I think it is? No. Do not eat it. RJ says no. It's not what I think it is. Okay. Don't uh, eat it. He did say don't eat it. Don't we'll eat have it. a dollop of this cream on our finger. This is you, yes. can, you can put down your microphones if you need to. You probably will. This is called Iluset. Yeah. Okay. Gentlemen, mm-hmm. looking good is not just for the ladies anymore. Whoa. Put your Are two you fingers together a, and rub. Sponsor right RJ now? is selling us something. Say, <laughs> put you your two fingers together. Money, and, Jacob, or do you want your money to work for you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to rub it together. Of people who are aging. Is there a pyramid involved? <laughs> rub it together. Okay. <laughs> Rubbing our two index fingers together. Rub it under your eye. Right under the eye. Okay. Let's see here. Rubbing the rubbing the cream under the eye. There's a there's, there's a child something at, at the your door. door. There's a child at the front door. It works. As as we're rubbing this on our eyes, a child appeared at the front door. Oh right right up right up to the edge. Get a good massage in there. There's a there's a child at the door that Matt is now talking to. Don't wipe it off, Matt. Don't wipe it off. Okay. All right. We have. You should feel it. Sorry, my neighbor's interrupting our beauty party. <laughs> Do you feel it? it? It's cool. Your eyes, I, I put it on every morning now. Yeah. Uh-huh. It shrinks your eyes like the bags and the wrinkles, shrinks them away. Whoa. It's a fucking miracle. No, I have, I have a, a tube that... I don't know. I got it on Amazon for like thirty-four. Wait, I do know how much it costs. Thirty-four dollars. <laughs> I don't know. It costs me thirty-four dollars. There might be a billion by now. <laughs> so, gentlemen, because we are all performers, it's great before a show. But because we all stay up late, it's great in the morning when you have to go do shit. Yeah, that's good. Preach so, because that, um, old uh, old oh, newscasters, these preparation uh, H, preparation H, yeah. Preparation H and, de- and, uh, and deodorant. This is um, aluminum. This is something from uh, it's from France. You used to be able to not get it here, but now the FDA you can get it on uh, Amazon. Okay. But literally, it will make your eyes look ten years younger. It'll, wow. it'll take away all the bags, all the puffiness. And for a limited time, you too can go on Amazon and purchase this miracle product. Or you. send me an email, RJ at rjowens.com. And fifty dollars, and I will buy it for you on Amazon and send it to you. Hey, hey you old sandbags, we're talking to you. <laughs> Email RJ. There hey, are plenty uh, of people out there, Latouf, that need to put this under their eyes. So RJ had his uh, paper rolling plan. Yes. yes. I last week had a vision. Oh, for a project. Okay. Here we go. I know we all need another fucking project. That's right. This is legit. This is legit. Okay. So, I want us to talk to Scott Robin. Yes, Vital Vegas. Vital mm-hmm. Vegas. RJ, you too. We probably All, we probably are talking to Scott Robin, right? But I want I want you know I want us He's I want to do listeners. a show. I want us to get a 
put, to put together a pilot. Okay. Remember when we got close to being the guys who do shit in Vegas? Yes. Yeah, yeah. TV project Paul and I tested for a couple times. I want to do a show called Las Vegas Social. Okay. The Las Vegas Social. Mm-hmm. Slight extension of this. Mm-hmm. Okay. My idea is we have Matt mm-hmm. go and do something sporty. In go Las on. Vegas, yes, something jockey. Mm-hmm. I go and do something a little more nerdy. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And Jacob, you and SJ go hit the nightlife somewhere. Okay, like a club or a whatever. Okay, right. <coughs> Meanwhile, we also. I'm just laughing at Jacob representing like the youth. I know. <laughs> well, SJ's with him. <laughs> and Jacob, we... you can get SJ to help our TV show too. Right. Good. Right. <laughs> but we, but we do that, you know. <laughs> yeah, you can watch TV. We have the th- we have those three segments at least. Good, and then we just kind of get together at the end and and report report instead of have you. Las Vegas Social. Yeah, throwback to a movie that was once greatly loved. Yeah. Instead of leaving Las Vegas, living Las Vegas. I would. Yeah, I don't know if that's been done, but yeah. And I can come on and do the occasional fatty rabbit hole food. Okay. Well, that's just it. We go. can we'd have all kinds of extra little things, but uh, your eyes look amazing, by the way, Paul. Thank you. <laughs> they feel amazing. But by you know working with our Matt, people, I don't know. See your eyes. Oh, look at those eyes! That amazing, pretty sharp. Honestly, Paul, before this cream, I would have said no to your idea, but now I know I have the looks for it. Okay, <laughs> all right. I know I'm looking for the keys. Anyway, just you know. One of those brain farty things. As someone who went out last night, I don't know if I can do it every night. Well, <laughs> wouldn't be every night. Good. But I would love to put together uh, what I'm a inter- pilot. What I'm interested in is like that, obviously those those things who work and like those ideas those ideas on paper are always like pretty good, right? Right. And then how do you make it great? And the truth is like if we really do find like the right personalities to do it. And like we bring something that you can't put on paper to it, it would work. Yes, I'm curious about like I've been out of the um, like pitching and showbiz loop long enough now. Twenty one years? No, no. I mean, when Vegas, I was still trying to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still trying to pitch stuff for a little while. Um, where the landing spots for these types of shows are, because the flip channel agreed is going away more and yep. more. Yep. You know, web series. That's things like, and does it yeah. go on the web? In which case, then then it's just you know you're not. I've had an idea for a web series for the last you're right. ten years. I'm not saying it's a shit on your idea. I'm saying no, no, no. I'm I, out of the loop I agree 100. Yeah. I don't know that it's even. It was just a thing that went through my head and I wanted to get it out. I have an idea for a web series that I've been working on 10 years. It's called Shit You Should Know. Yeah. Okay. And it's basically how to cook a steak, how to change a tire, how to iron a shirt. It's shit you should know. Great. You know? Little seven-minute segments, boom, 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 dun, dun, dun. And we should film those. Love it. We should. Good. Ellis Ross, send me money. (laughs) Also, I have an idea. It's called Scoop Mail. Yeah, we should do some Scoop Mail. Good idea. We got one from Scoop Dave Hill. Hello, you masters of neighborly conflict. Just FYI, I thought of, of writing this email even before hearing the episode about Matt's neighbor speeding Imagine around his street, yourself. but it seems even more appropriate now. I have a problem with my next door neighbor that I was hoping you could help me out with. 
in the last several months, a neighbor has started parking a very sporty car on the street near my house. I think he's a son or nephew of something of the very large family who lives next to me. He's not there every night, but about two or three days a week, he starts his car up between 4.30 and 5 a.m. and lets it idle for 10 minutes. Oh, keeping that engine fresh. But it's all... Let me just say this engine is loud. It wakes me up in- instantly. Even if it's not uh, parked right in front of my house uh, and it doesn't idle smoothly, it goes up and down, which means that I can't even attempt to go back to sleep until he drives away 10 minutes later. By then, my heart is racing and I can't sleep for another half hour or so. I got to tell you, I've seen this episode of The Twilight Zone, and what's going to happen is there never was a car. Mm. Turns out he is the car. It's an episode of Turbo Team. <laughs> the, the car, car is, is the pig man. I can even alleviate this problem by putting in earplugs when it happens, but quite often my alarm is set for some time in the next hour, and I don't want to risk missing that. I was wondering if there was some way I could talk to him about it and suggest maybe not idling so long or parking further away or maybe just varying where he parks to annoy different people on different days. But since they are my next-door neighbors, I don't want to start a rift with them. I've heard that some sporty uh, cars require long periods of idling before driving. Uh, That's... That's you might have heard that, or any car that's been built in the last thirty years. You might have heard that from the car. Yeah, he just likes being on. <laughs> I have to be on. Can I, can I address this this poop now? Yes. Quit being a pussy. Your alarm is set for within the hour anyway. Get up, enjoy some coffee, rub one out, start your day. Quit being oh. a pussy. Whoa! <laughs> I would not advise rubbing one out to start the day. No, Why no. not? Me in the low gear. Oh no! Know. Rubbing one out gets me all amped up, ready to go. I rubbed out two before we started this. Really? Had to. And that was just after we got to the house. And I'm getting sex on the reg. But since I'm my next one, I don't want to start a rift with them. I've heard that uh, some sporty cars require long periods of idling before driving. Uh, so I can probably assume that that is why he does this. I am a fellow car lover, so I can understand why he likes the car. So maybe that's a starting point. Do you have any suggestions? Idling in your nest. Scoop Dayville. Um, Scoop Dayville. I think you can approach it respectfully if you really don't want it to be a conflictive thing. Sure, sure. And... Uh, you know, your neighbor may not know that it's waking anybody up, right? Yeah. So you just simply say, hey, just so you know, things wake me up all the time. Mm-hmm. Does it have to happen this often or this time of day? Just curious. You know, can we work something out? And I suggest while having that conversation, you either carry a shotgun yeah. or a large uh, hillbill-style bowie knife. I'm going to tell you right now, a crying child. That seems to work every time I if I if I want to I will hold my crying child. So get a child, most. hit it, yeah. make it cry. Yeah. yeah. Um, I recommend a potato tailpipe. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> thunk, thunk. Uh, I don't hate that idea. Maybe you can like um. You maybe you can like build like a like an insulated soundproof dome. And before, like, when he's asleep, like, you can put the car, you can put the soundproof dome over it. But then you'd have to wake up an hour beforehand to take it off, dismantle it before he starts his car. So you're going to be up anyway, so quit being a pussy, drink some coffee, and rub one out. That's a really tough uh, thing. I don't know. Move. That's my solution. We got a guy who lives next door. He's nice enough, but he tinkers with his uh, ATVs all the time. In the condo? Yeah, dude, it's weird. In the condo? He's got a garage. Oh. 
Okay. He's got a two car garage underneath his. Oh, gotcha. Unit. Okay. And but it's right across the little cul de sac from us. Ah. He's always got that garage door halfway or all the way up, and he's tinkering with two to three different ATVs at all hours. The amount of half-ass man caves I see in Vegas. Oh, it's so full. I've seen, yeah, I've seen full man caving a garage, which I like. Yeah, right. Where people just kind of added like a weird chair, but like a nice TV. Yep. But like everything else is still crap. Yeah. You're like, my new it's a hundred degrees. Why yeah. do you think yeah. that? You're lying to yourself. My yeah. new neighbor parks his cars in his garage. He has a Dodge Charger. He has a old truck. But every day when he comes home from work, because he works at graveyards. Pulls the charger out onto the street. Pulls the truck out onto the street, and he's got these. Remember those oak cabinets that were in every house in the eighties? Yeah, yeah. He's got some of those in one side of his garage, but he sits there in a rolling office chair in his cut-off T-shirt and his his um a cut-off sun T-shirt. Yeah, Orange County off. chopper glasses, oh. and he sits there and watches people. Now, oh, I love this guy. I live. I. And I could have bet you a thousand dollars. Jacob's going to say that. <laughs> I live in a cul-de-sac type cornery right. thing. There's not a whole lot of traffic. Lot of traffic. So yeah, watching, he just sits there watching people. It takes on a somewhat different. More <laughs> and then my other, you're just watching your neighbors. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have to share the story because it happened. I shit you not. Yesterday, and it was amazing. So I take a nap every day before shows. Usually between one and two. Um, do you think it has anything to do with the fact that you masturbate immediately when you wake up? <laughs> could it could. But I also masturbate after I take my nap. Anyway, um, I'm a jack nap. I'm a jack nap. So I, I go outside to smoke. Got to build up that energy. I, no I got to take myself a jack nap, yep. jack nap, and then let's see my good side, good side. <laughs> Have you accidentally used that cream uh, to masturbate with? Yeah, accidentally, my, the skin on my penis is so tight. Accidentally. <laughs> um, so I, I never I had a smaller, it. tighter cock. Uh, exactly. I don't, I don't smoke even have a bag I don't, anymore. I don't, <laughs> the yeah. bag is gone. Nope. <laughs> it took the bag right away. It's, it's just, it's just, just totem pole. Ken yep. doll smooth right below the pole. <laughs> yep, with the one nut sticking right there. Looks like a gear shift. Ken doll smooth. So, I, I, I smoke outside now because I don't smoke in the house. So I was okay. going to go out and have a cigarette before my jackknife. But I set my alarm on and I put my. Um, Old timey radio detective stories on because I like to fall asleep to that because it makes me peace. Mm-hmm. So I go out and smoke my cigarette, come back in, I open my door to my bedroom, and I hear somebody screaming, You're not going to get me! Stop! Stop! You're not going to get me! Ah! And my window's open about that much. Yeah. I'm like, Holy fuck, that's the old lady from next door. So I'm, over, I'm in my boxer shorts because I was about ready to take my jacket now. Uh-huh. So I threw on my slippers, opened the garage door, run around, knock on the door, deflated my Japanese fucking pillow. <laughs> exactly. Um, Husband opens the door. I'm like, "Is everything okay?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, why?" I said, "Cause I just heard your wife screaming. You're not gonna get me. Oh God, oh God, you're not gonna get me." He's like, "What just got home?" I'm like, "Okay, okay." Who's screaming? Somebody just heard this screaming. He's like, oh, "It wasn't us." Shut the door. And as I'm walking back in the garage, my, my large neighbor in his underwear. I was gonna say, "Man, do I want the story from his perspective?" Yes. As I'm walking to my garage, I'm walking back around the corner into my bedroom. I, I now hear the phone ringing, but it's an old-timey phone. I'm like, it was one of my police stories that I heard. Oh. Someone screaming, you're not going to get me. You're not going to get me. Stop, stop. What? I'm lost. I he- turned my police stories on before I went outside on my radio, on my phone. So You I heard your own radio? Uh-huh. <laughs> I had a senior moment. <laughs> So you heard your radio, and then you went over in your boxes yeah. to your yeah. neighbors. Hey, yeah. 
Hey, that's my amazing. Pretty loud. Thought, I thought. Are you guys dead? I that's thought my amazing. neighbor was beating his wife. <laughs> I gotta tell you, this, my wife just this got home. Actually, tells pants me on. this tells me what to do with that scoop mail situation. You know, my father, you know, says like one of the ways you can like in, intimidate uh, in the justice world is where you basically you send someone to the police. And if, you, if it's like high school kids or whatever, and you don't want to actually arrest them and take them all down, uh-huh. but you want them to stop, you you go down and you accuse them of something they didn't do. Okay. So like you basically go down and be like, hey, and a couple of like convenience stores knocked over in the air. You guys know anything about that? And right. And you start kind of leaning on them, and they literally go like, holy shit, we might get blamed for something we're not doing. And you just kind of cool out your whole activity. Okay. You know what I mean? And this happened with like, actually, <laughs> this happened when uh, a few... Uh, White gangs uh, were upset that my brother was helping black basketball players be good at basketball in high school, and that he was uh, therefore selling out to black people by being good at basketball with them. Yes. And so they were threatening him uh, all the time. And so my dad has a couple of uh, intimidating um, black private investigators go accuse them of crimes they didn't commit. And uh, he said they were so scared that he thought that maybe they did commit the crimes that he was accusing them of. (laughs) (laughs) They were so scared. So this your brother is living proof that white men can jump. He can. Yes, he dunked uh, once and uh, with the trampoline. So, with this, what you should do with your noisy neighbor is you should uh, do the RJ. You should go you should over in your boxers. RJ. Yes, go over in your boxers, and before the car starts, just go knock over and be like, "Oh my God, is everything okay? Is everything okay over here?" And be like, "What happened?" Like, I heard some screaming and some other things going on. I heard a loud car. <laughs> yeah. I heard me up from a deep sleep. I didn't. I didn't. I wonder if I was going on before the, the before the loud car was going to muffle the blood curdling right. screams. I want to make sure nothing was going on before <laughs> that car starts. And if that doesn't work, show them the second stomach. <laughs> yeah, just lower the boxes enough to show them. You guys know the second stomach, <laughs> the gunt. I don't know. Oh, RJ standing up. No, we didn't ask to see this. We believed you. We believed you. We we took guesses. Yeah, stomach number one. This stomach. Yep. Stomach one. number one. Yep. There's stomach two. number two. Stomach two. <laughs> Show them the second gut. That gets the, that gets it over. I'll do it. <laughs> that learns them. The other thing you could do is just every oh, day man, that now the I car. I got to take a jack nap. <laughs> exactly. I just did. <laughs> every day that car wakes you up. Instead of instead of just uh, enjoying some breakfast and some coffee, uh, rubbing one out like RJ suggested, you just walk outside in your boxer shorts. And you just start talking to the guy, very friendly, very neighborly, every single day that it wakes you up. Yeah, yeah. Find out like if there's like, like if he doesn't like a certain coffee, like always offer that coffee to well, him. Well, he's probably got an automatic starter, right? He's probably, probably just doing it from inside the house. But, that's uh, but that's the best part is he's gonna walk out. He's gonna walk back outside, and there you are standing there in your boxer shorts yeah. with a cup of coffee, <laughs> or he's ready to have you a conversation. Offer him coffee every morning. Yeah. If you stand outside with two cups of coffee uh-huh. for like a week, yeah, that's gonna stop. Or you do the expensive <laughs> route. Exactly. So you just stand out there with two cups of coffee in your robe, <laughs> sipping your coffee, and be like, hey, hey. heard your car start up. Coffee. This works like an alarm every morning. Like, this is, I can start off talking to my neighbor. Yeah. I can get, it's, like, it's like, boom, I hear the car. It's like, time to talk to Dan. Time to talk to Dan. Here we go. <laughs> or you can take the expensive approach and buy a Wi Fi and RF blocker. So his remote for starting his car doesn't work. Oh, there is he's that. He's not going to come out and get in his car and start it. <laughs> If it's, but if it's an older car, he might be coming out and starting it. And that's the only excuse that, it, that he has if it has to idle for 10 if minutes. If it was built before 1970. Yeah. Oh, if he does, then you just accuse... The first time you just run at him and accuse him of trying to steal his own car. <laughs> Are you trying to steal that car? That's I know Dan's who lives car. There. I know who lives there. That is Dan's car. That is Dan's car. I'm Dan. 
Ah. Or you just ah. come out and talk to the car instead of him. Are you okay? Put a cup of coffee right in front of the fender and then just talk to the car. <laughs> he just comes back out. You're there in your boxer shorts. This is all to be done in your boxer shorts. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is Everything. Clear. Everything Nothing we're talking I've, about is more no other. Yeah. yeah. And then when the car turns off, then you can kind of go like, oh, okay, shrug your shoulders and then go back in like you're done talking. You could also just, when, when he wakes you up with the car, you go out there after he goes back into the house just with a chamois. And you just start wiping down the car. <laughs> just, just start cleaning the car. You're ready for the oh, day, boss. No. <laughs> you're biffing. Back to the he, he walks out. You're biffing his car. You hire uh, a bikini team. <laughs> this is the car show. Let's come over. Just start washing it. Yes. <laughs> you go and you get a large man's uh, big wheel. <laughs> they make those. And I'm you, listening. And you, you just pull up every morning like. <laughs> in your boxes. In your, in yeah, your boxes, yeah, 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 yeah. You Very won't, clear. We've been in the boxes the whole time. Do or you can do it those, those down in the mailbox and back. Those people did in South America. I forget which city it was. The guy every day would park in the handicap spot and he wasn't handicapped. So they went out with blue and white post it notes. Oh, I saw that. And covered his entire car in blue and then put white handicap signals, symbols on it. Wow. Yeah. So they posted, they posted, noted his entire car. And he was such a dick about it too. He got so mad. Yeah, and everybody's just laughing at him and pointing. Yeah, and, and they're all they're all uh, interlaced with each other. They're all overlapping each other. So he's having a hard time getting them off, uh, just enough so he can see out the windshield and everything to drive oh, away. That's funny. So there's this crowd of like 50 people just standing around pointing and laughing. And then he got out. Then he got out of his wheelchair from the trunk, and everyone's yeah. like, "Oh yeah. no." We didn't know. I'm so he sorry. He took off both his legs and went, ah, "Are you satisfied?" <laughs> I'm emotionally handicapped. You can't see my pain. Get out of here. I think I did take it off his fake legs and just back there. Fine. How's Fine. how's good? how's your post-it notes? Yeah. Guys? Thank you. Thank you for all the post-it notes. <laughs> I'm still waiting on my plate in the mail. You dicks. <laughs> I actually met a guy because I have a plate for my car, a, a sticker for my car. Yeah. And I pulled it next to me in this hot rod truck. And I'm thinking to myself, what a dick. He's not handicapped. Didn't have plates, didn't have a placard. I'm like, what a dick. And he opens his door and he's like, got the crutches and the yeah, whole right. strokey wobble thing. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, you're not a dick. Never mind. But he's talking to me. He's like, yeah, I forgot to put my thing up. I, can't, I have a classic truck, but. Uh, I want, really wanted this license plate, but they wouldn't let me have it and have the, the disabled thing printed on it. So mm-hmm. I had to just get the license plate. Like, oh, I forgot to put my thing up. And I'm like, I'm, like, I'm so sorry. I made fun of you. I've been hating you with my eyes. Yeah, because you want the, uh, if you can get the classic uh, the classic car license plate, then your registration is a lot cheaper. Yeah. Which a lot I cheaper. don't understand because I saw a Mazda RX-7 with classic vehicle on it. I see, classic dude. rod. No, you, you see like these old beater cars that have well, the classic rod plates I think, on them. See, what I think that is for, and I'm pretty sure it is, is if you don't have to meet certain emissions. Standards. There's that too. So if you just have a very... Jank. Shitty car, uh, yeah. hoopty, you know, as the kids call I it. I like to get the classic. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> the kids no, they don't. don't. The kids don't call it that. They don't they token do. their hoopty anymore. <laughs> they don't call it hoopties. Come on. I don't know, but hoopty? I know. I, I don't hoopty? know. I don't That's know that they don't call real. it that. But oh, I'm sure that they don't call it that. Keep hoopty. Hoopty's great. No, no, they don't call it that. Come on, hoopty. Speaking of hoopty, it's oh, time to do a jock versus nerd. You know, squad has taken place of posse, hasn't it? Sure. Squad goals. Pussy posse. You don't have a posse anymore. Pussy you, squad. Got, you got my squad, not my posse.
You wanna do a little Jack versus nerd action? Oh, am I? Fuck yeah. I'm on the And it's not fierce, balls. I found out it's not. Yeah. Fierce is like. Fierce! Yeah, it's on point. Fierce is on fleek. Yeah. Yeah. The kids like the fleek. Yeah. Don't mistake my fleekness for weakness. I hate you old men so much. We kind of can we can use this as a segue to what we're selling now. Oh, we can. We can. Are we That's true. Fleek sweatshirts. We are selling t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, we're technically going to launch it the next episode, but we can talk about this episode. We can we can give you a teaser. Yeah. Heyscoops.com slash shop. We're selling. We're doing a two t-shirt deal. And yep. I'm wearing one of the t-shirts right now. He is. Um, there was uh, the Scoop shirts that Elsroth's made for Scoop Fest one year mm-hmm. that everyone loved, and then we just never got made. Right. Um, so it's the, it's the Scoop Patent shirt. These are so yeah. nice. The Ice Cream Scoop Patent shirt. Yeah. And um, we are doing uh, Don't Mistake My Fleekness for Weakness shirts. That's a Rob Donnelly design. Yep. And I'm going to put that up on our, our Haste Scoops uh, uh, social media uh, after we're done recording here. But we are, we're going to be running a, a seven-day sale where you can get two of the two shirts for 35 yeah. What a deal. It's going to be great. Quite a bargain. Yes. It is. Uh, but those are two very popular shirts, and I can't wait for you guys to see the Don't Mistake My Fleekness for Weakness <laughs> uh, design. It's really great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, all right. We have a scooper here from ML Kennedy. Oh, Greetings, nice. fellas. While looking for publishers, agents, jobs where I, didn't stand at, uh, where I don't stand for hours on end, and production companies that will look at unsolicited screenplays, I have somehow managed to create another scooper no question will be about uh, any of the Howling movies this time. Okay? Great. Whoever wins this gets to be my reference on my next application. Here we go. The categories are Einstein Frankenstein, 10 Sunday songs, theme songs, or Podpourri. Okay. Uh, it has me going first, but uh, I'm going to be RJ this time. So, RJ, what would you like? Would you like Einstein Frankenstein, 10 Sunday songs, theme songs, or Podpourri? Uh, Einstein's... Frankenstein's for a thousand, please. I'll give it to you for eight hundred because 800. that's as high as we go. Einstein's, Frankenstein's. Walter Matthau plays Albert Einstein in this romantic comedy where he tries to get his niece Meg Ryan to date Tim Robbins. I can picture it. I can too, and I remember the movie. Yeah, they're on a boat. It was called. Yeah. Um, was it Albert Einstein in love? No. No. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, my baby daddy. I believe it's my baby daddy. Yes. I have a guess. Uh, would, you like to, would you like to guess or would you like to pass the map? Pass the map, please. Pass the map. I will pass to Paul. Pass to Paul. I think it was called Relativity. No, I'm sorry. It's called IQ. Fuck me. IQ. No, it wasn't called that either. Show me your second gut. No. <laughs> Matt, it's your turn. Einstein, Frankenstein, Penn Sunday songs, theme songs, or Podpourri. I will take uh, Penn Sunday songs, please. Penn Sunday songs for 200. This song by the Velvet Underground proclaims some people like to go out dancing and other people like us, they got to work. Pass. To Paul. Pass. To RJ. Who is looking thoughtfully. Pass. Let's see here. The answer is Sweet Jane. What is Uh, Sweet Jane? Sweet, sweet Jane. Some people like to work, and some people don't. So that's uh, two artists that we uh, that we like 
Velvet Underground, and Prince that we don't know the lyrics very well. I'm just not a good lyric guy. Penn's an amazing lyric person. Oh, yeah. He knows like every single song lyric. Paul, it's your turn. Einstein, Frankenstein, Penn, Sunday songs, theme songs, or Podpourri? No, Podpourri for 800. Podpourri for 800. This ICS character would be a member of the suborder Sciuromorpha? Sure. This ICS character would be a member of the suborder Sciuromorpha. Sciuromorpha. Yes. Which is one word spelled S-C-I-U-R-O-M-O-R-P-H-A. I'll pass. To RJ. Is it a character or is it a member of the scoops? A uh, character. Okay. Read the question again, please. This ICS character would be a member of the suborder pronounced a Sciuromorpha. Use in a sentence, please. Uh, this ICS character would be a member of the suborder Sciuromorpha. I'm going to say Mothra's secret agent. Uh, let's see here. I'm sorry, it's Whippy the Squirrel. Oh, Whippy the Squirrel. Whippy is the Squirrel. Sciuromorphas are squirrels. After one round, Matt has a commanding lead with zero. Look at me go. Paul and RJ both have negative 800. <laughs> <laughs> and RJ, it is your board. Um, theme songs, please, for two. Theme songs for 200. This TV show theme song starts Streaks on the China, Never Mattered Before, Who Cares? That would be Mr. Belvedere. Streaks song to China, Never Mattered Before. But who, who cares? cares? That's right. You drop, kick your jacket as you get to the door. Who no one cares. But sometimes things get turned around and no one's spared. According to our new arrival, life is more than mere survival. And we just might live the good life yet. That was Screaming Jay Hawkins? Yeah. All right. Matt, your turn. I will keep singing Mr. Belvedere for 400, please. Great. I'll give you theme songs for 400. <laughs> Deal. Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. This wrestler was known for using pomp and circumstance as his entrance music. Oh, that'd be none other than Prince. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Macho Who is Man Randy Savage. Prince Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh, Dig yeah. it if you can. The picture. You and I engaged in a kiss. <laughs> Dig it. <laughs> Paul, it's your turn. The sweat of the body covers me. Satellite's gone. Way up to Mars. <laughs> Can you, my darling? Can you picture this? Uh, okay, I'm going to go ahead and take... Uh, I don't know. Uh, what? Einstein, Frankenstein, Pins, Sunday Songs, Theme Songs, or Podpourri? Podpourri, please. Podpourri for 246. Oh, no, I, I changed my mind. Okay. Theme Songs. Theme Songs for 600. Yes. This TV show used The Fishing Hole by Earl Hagen as its theme. Oh, uh, that's got to be the Andy Griffith Show. That'd be my guess. Uh, Do you know the, the lyrics? Show. Uh, down a, to the fishing no. hole. How's it go? Well, now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. We may not catch a fish all day, but hey, that's okay. Whether it's hot, boom, 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 boom. Whether it's cool, boom, 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 boom. Whether we're fishing or whistling like a fool. <laughs> Yeah, take your fishing pole down to the fishing hole. <laughs> RJ, it's your turn. Einstein, Frankenstein, Pin Sunday songs, theme songs, or potpourri. Oh, theme songs, please, for theme 800. Theme songs for 800. Here RJ's we go. Roll. In the Simpsons boxing episode, The Homer They Fall, Homer uses this song by war as his walkout music for the big fight. 
Wow. That is That is a pull. That was a deep cut. Um, I don't remember the episode. I can't name a song by war. I remember the episode. He's rescued by um, Mo, who flies into the arena uh, with like a parapropeller. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. Is that your guess? Yes. Okay, let's see here. Uh, what is why can't we be friends? <laughs> uh, bonus question: What is the name of the fictional boxer that Homer is boxing? Oh, is it the is it the one that's the takeoff on Mike Tyson? Yes. Um, Dyke Tyson. Bryson. No, no, no. It's uh, it's not Channing Tatum. You're you're but you're it's close. it's like yep, that. You're yeah. close. Yep. Uh, you're yeah you're 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 half right. Yeah. All right. What's his name? Dredrick Tatum. Dredrick Tatum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I equate him with Channing Tatum. You got it. Because wow, his last name is Tatum. Tatum. Yeah. Uh, Matt, it's your turn. Einstein, Frankenstein, Penn Sunday Songs, or Podpourri? I spy with my recently gorgeous creamed eyes the category of Penn Sunday Songs. You look amazing. For I mean, 400. Great. According to Wikipedia, this singer's aliases include Elston Gunn, Blind Boy Grunt, Bob Land- uh, Landy, Robert Milkwood Thomas, Tedham Potter, uh, Porterhouse and Jack Frost. I'm going to go with Bob Dylan. Uh, let's see here. It is Bob Dylan. Yeah. Well done. I did not recognize a single one of those names. It just is, Honestly, I just literally thought like the only reason this question would exist is because of Bob right, Dylan. Pen, yeah, that pen makes pen sense. Questions, yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul, it's your turn. Theme songs, please. We are done with that category. Fuck me. <laughs> Make another one happen. Whatever else. You po- know, potpourri. You have to know one other theme song. <laughs> Pot brief for 800 or for uh, 200 rather when trying to come up with the name of this FX series ICS ended com- ended up coming up with uh, the episode title Lords of Not Good People <laughs> what is Sons of Anarchy that sounds about right Sons of Anarchy <laughs> RJ, it's your turn. Einstein, Frankenstein, Penn Sunday Songs or Pod Puri? Uh Einstein, Frankenstein, please. Einstein, Frankenstein for 200 uh, Daily Double, uh, category Einstein Frankenstein, uh, you're risking 200 because that's all you can risk. Einstein was the name of this character's dog in 1985. His dog in 1955 was named Copernicus. Who is Dr. Brown from Back to the Future? That's it. Doc Brown nailed it. Nice one. Well done. And that puts you on the board with negative 1,200. Yes. <laughs> so you are. There we go. You are nailing it. Matt, it's your turn. Einstein, Frankenstein, Pin Sunday songs or potpourri. I'll take. Where am I? What am I? Yes, uh, anything you want, Jacob. Great, Pin Sunday songs for eight hundred. Yeah. This rock band's members have included Stephen King, Dave Barry, Amy Tan, Matt Groening, and honorary member Maya Angelou. Uh, who are the Beatles? I believe that is right. uh, Pass, pass. Uh, Pass into Paul. Pass. Is the Pins thing? Uh, this is uh, Pins. uh, Pins music. This has got to be the No God Can band. Can you pass it back? Do you want to un- unpass? I do know the answer. All right, well, let's hear the answer. The answer is The Residents. Oh. I'm sorry, Matt. That's incorrect. Is it? That is. Okay. Uh, and uh, Paul's guess was also incorrect. Oh, no. Really? I yep. pass. All right. The answer is The Rock Bottom Remainders. Okay. Yeah, I've actually heard of these guys. It's um, I might have heard about them from Penn. I'm not sure. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Uh, the residence has a lot of weird members, so I thought maybe I would just do it that yeah. way. That wasn't a bad guess. Uh, RJ, it's your turn. You were only 1,200 behind the I lead. I just fought so hard to lose $800. Yeah. 
Um, you were the only one in positive numbers too. I know. I was like, now, you, no, now no, you're no. down to zero. Give it back to me. I'm gonna. I was greedy. So may greedy. I had Einstein? May I had? May I have Einstein? May I uh, has Frankenstein for six hundred, please? You sure can. This actor, famous for his role in James Whale's Frankenstein, was born William Henry Pratt in 1887. Basically, who played Frankenstein? Or no, sorry. Yes. Yeah. He's in 1887? No. He was, he was born William Henry Pratt in Wait. 1887. Yes. This actor, famous for his role in Wait. James James Whale's Frankenstein, was no. born Henry... William Henry Pratt in Wait, 1887. Who is Lon Chaney? Yes. Lon Chaney Wait. is incorrect. Oh, no. Damn it. Wait. Paul, who is it? Boris yes. Karloff? It is Boris Karloff. Yay. Wait. <laughs> no. Sorry, we've broken Matt. Wait. <laughs> Matt's, on a, Matt's on a skip. Yes. He's not even talking to his kids. He's just... <laughs> wait. No. Oh, for some reason... Um, oh, wait. Was that Paul's turn? I might have skipped Paul's turn. Oh. Well, I got, got it the right. Answer. So I don't yeah. care. Paul got it right. Great. So Paul has 600 more points than he has on my scoreboard. Yay. RJ, it's your turn. I would like to take the last <laughs> Einstein Frankenstein. Please. Einstein Frankenstein for 400. Mm, 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 this mm. movie, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, or the movie Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, where Robert De Niro plays the monster, was directed by this man who went on to direct Thor. True. Correct. Aren't you glad you selected this category? I'm so. Because neither of them have to do with Frankenstein. Well, the first one does. What? Yeah. He, he directed Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Oh, I guess you it does. know this one. If you count that as a <laughs> Frankenstein movie. You remember that movie? This is RJ just movie? Being, a, being a movie snob. Who all was in it? It's not not the director. Yeah. He was in it too? Yup. He's in everything he directs. Right now, Paul is, is like uh, like he's like he's a cat in a sunspot right now. Like he really he's sitting is. sitting at my kitchen table. His eyes are <laughs> he's closed. curled up. And the sun's coming through the window and he's just off. I'm, I'm he's off so napping tired. on his own shoulder. So if he's in every movie that he makes. Oh, oh. God damn it. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Alfred Hitchcock. No. (laughs) (laughs) Dipshittle. Famously directed Thor. Yeah. Tonight's episode of Thor is a very special. Natalie. What you're going to find is that it turns out Millionaire the Hammer is very hard to wield. (laughs) Only the noblest of spirits can pick it up let alone use it in any kind of functional manner. This Thor is different from most Thors. I hope you enjoy the tale of Loki and his brother. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Why hasn't Alfred Hitchcock made more appearances on this show before? I I have so many more impressions Hiding in my, I have more impressions in this tiny pinky finger, which is tinier now because we're using that cream. It's true, I'm, I'm creamed out. I'm sleeping. I wanted to rape and murder every woman in every movie I ever <laughs> made. That's the dark truth of it. The saddest part: I couldn't murder, so I filmed. That's what I did. I channeled. This took a, a turn. I channeled. It really a, did. I channeled the serial killer's rage. Into celluloid magic. Good night. Did you see in the news where they caught the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were just talking about that. The Waffle House guy? No, no. not the Waffle House guy. The original guy. The, <laughs> they finally solved the mystery of <laughs> naked and armed, armed and naked. <laughs> yep. The, the, the original the Night Stalker. Yeah. Oh, yes. The one who um, Patton Oswalt's uh, wife was uh, writing dearly about. Dearly deceased wife uh, wrote the book about. That's mm-hmm. a tough 
a day for Patton Oswald. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, like um, you're you don't expect. You know what I mean? Like, you don't wake up expecting something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, he you woke up. You don't expect a, a forcible reminder of your was going of your to thrust him into the a tailspin of grief is a, a breaking news story. Gotta be. Right. You know what I mean? Gotta oh, yeah. be a good feeling though overall. Sure. A little vindication. Not even necessarily vindication. She was just, an aunt to who it was, right? Oh, she had. I, I, oh, yeah. I mean, so the, she, the book certainly postulated some theories. I don't know how many, if it named names, yeah. but I mean, it got really. It'd be great if it would. Close. If the whole book was like, I'm not going to name names, but it certainly smelled like. Well, apparently, apparently, I'm not going to name a name, but it's Alfred Hitchcock. I guess the book oh. was instrumental in keeping the case open and alive. That's great. No, 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 I understand that part. But the, I don't the, know. That, that, that she helped right. solve those murders is fantastic. Right. I'm just only empathizing for Patton. On no, the, it's on absolutely the, on that, the event. That, you're right. It's a hard thing to wake up to. You know, the Waffle House guy, though. How come <laughs> it took so long for me to find out that he was naked when he when he shot it up? Good point. Yeah, they buried the lead on that one. They really did. <laughs> yeah. Every news story was you know guy walks into Waffle House with an AR-15, yep. shoots shoots some people. It was days before I found out that he was naked while doing do you, this. Do you guys know who Todd Robbins is? It was weird is that he had painted his dick to also look like a gun. Yeah. yeah. So people were sometimes trying to, to disarm him from the wrong exactly. weapon. Exactly. Exactly. That's why he was so effective. Mm-hmm. Todd Robbins is a magician presenter. He has the um, he does the haunted ghost stories on AMC or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. He did start and play dead. Yeah. Each light bulb. Exactly. He he. When that story broke, he was like, "All right." Who had Naked Guy Waffle House? You're the winner. <laughs> if you didn't, place your bets. <laughs> Dark. Dark. Oh. Oh, boy. Um, RJ, I'm afraid you got that question wrong. It was not Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> it wasn't? It was oh, Kenneth, oh, wait, Kenneth wait, wait, Branagh. Oh, oh, Kenneth Branagh. Did he get the pass and guesses? No? Uh, no, he guessed Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, I guess he did guess. Yeah, no. <laughs> Matt, it's your I turn. I it to you on a platter. Penn Not Sunday silver songs. enough, my friend. <laughs> Penn Sunday songs or Podpourri, Matt. Uh, Penn Sunday songs. For 600. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock. This performer, a oh. Penn favorite, sings the lyrics, It's a motherfucker, don't you know? They're talking about nuclear war. Oh, who is Kenneth Branagh? <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm sorry, it's Hitchcock Alfred Hitchcock. Um, to do a Marvel movie? I, think, would be awesome. I believe it's Sun Ra. I think so. It is Sun Ra. Yeah. Who would he do? Well done. Who would? Paul, it's your turn. You want Potpourri for six or eight? He would take on the Hulk. He'd do Night Nurse. He would do Night Nurse. He could do Hulk. Sorry, we're discussing if... Who could... Who oh, no, I know what you're discussing. Okay. I'm who ignoring it. Who would he it. be best suited for in the Wait. Marvel U? I'm not thinking yes. through yet. I'm not thinking Who are we talking about? Who, uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock, if he got to direct a Marvel Universe If he was going to direct one. Um, who would he focus on? Who would be a really great character? Our... Um, Cloak and Dagger, is that Marvel? Yeah, that's coming to Netflix. Is it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, he'd be a good fit for Cloak. I like, uh, I like those Who's, the, who's the bad guy in the X-Men who can like, run through walls? He'd be good for Jessica Jones. Um, Wrecking Juggernaut? Ball. Juggernaut. 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 I think you're talking about Miley Cyrus. <laughs> no. Just do a Juggernaut movie? One shot. <laughs> <laughs> a Juggernaut one shot. Yeah, yeah. Because he was, he was famous for doing that classic uh, yes. one shot, but like you use the wall to like be able to cut. Right. So, but Juggernaut could like burst through that wall. That's true. <laughs> Name the movie of uh, the uh, Miracle on Forty Second Street. No, the One Shot movie. The One Shot movie is uh, a view from the 
It's rear. called Rope. Rope. It's have you seen it? No. No. It's 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 basically Speaking of rope. I gotta take a I gotta take a jerk nap. <laughs> it's basically um, arsenic and old lace. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But it's great. What was that question again, Jacob? Oh, uh, what which question do you want? That was the question. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> You're getting potpourri for four hundred. Beautiful. Episode two ninety four of ICS was named after this disgusting physical scoop mail food stuff. Oh, shit. Oh, I think I know this one. Oh, something we had that was gross. Yep. Don't leave me gross. It might have been. Oh, it might have been great. Oh, I wasn't thinking about that one. Because I was on episode 300. Oh. Yeah. All right, I'll go with gravy candy. You're thinking gravy candy. Yeah. It is gravy candy. Oh, good call. I was thinking Mountain of Mayonnaise. Oh, Mountain of Mayonnaise is gross, too. Yep. But... Gravy candy is the worst thing that ever happened. And RJ closing out closing out the game with Pod Parade for six hundred. ICS has often mentioned this nineteen ninety eight movie directed by Tom uh, Shadyac. Uh, the main character's full name is our uh, first name is actually Hunter. Uh, who's Kenneth Branagh? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, the answer is Alfred Hitchcock. ICS has often mentioned this nineteen ninety eight movie directed by Tom Shadyac. The main character's uh, first name is actually Hunter. I have no idea the answer to this I don't question. either. But we've often mentioned it. I guess so. Talk about this movie a lot. Do you know it? Am I lost? None of us know it. So I'm, am I the movie or the character? The name? movie. It was made in 1998. I was going character's name, H.R. Puffin stuff. Hunter R. Puffin stuff. Oh. Is that right? I don't know. What movie is Hunter Puffin stuff in? Would you like to guess H.R. Puffin stuff? I would not like to guess because I'm already in the hole. Okay. So I'm going to go for the valiant. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that you cannot win. You can't even get second place. Well, then I should just you're, go for an answer. You're deep I? in the hole. Yes. Oh, we have we have often talked about this movie. We have often talked about this movie. Oh. So mysterious. 98, you say? 98. 98. Let's see. I I'm going to uh, say do you, do you, Blade Runner. Is there a type of uh no. is there a type of food that you particularly enjoy, RJ? There is. Uh do you like Italian food? I love instance? Italian food. You like pasta? I love pasta. And of course the main ingredient in pasta is pasta. Yeah. Pasta. Which another another name for pasta is noodles. Noodles. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> we don't discuss Nothing? this movie. We discuss this one moment. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to pass to Matt? Yeah, that's he doesn't you can know pass either, to. so I'm going to pass no, to Matt. Matt knows. What is IQ? <laughs> oh, Matt knows. Don't you know Matt? Patch Adams. Yeah. It is Patch Adams. Patch Adams. There you go. RJ, this is, this is, is the moment where I uh, discovered. It's not even discovered. Like I, was, I should say this is this one-time incident, but now I realize that I have this. There's a condition for getting emotional on airplanes, and I have oh, okay. it. Uh, it is easy. I got into uh, 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 in Patch Adams. Uh, there's a moment where uh, you know this old lady. It's the old lady is the old lady in every Adam Sandler film and stuff like yeah. that. But she was she was barely old in this one. She was still alive. And the, that was the haunting thing is that she was the one that was lived the longest of everyone in the scene. It's Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, that is right. Him, That's and she lived, I lived them all. Creepy. She said, "I always want to swim in a bath of noodles." And then all of a sudden, like she comes outside one day, and you know Robin Williams in his clown nose and his doctor coat was like, "Look." A, th- a bath of noodles it was like a kid pool filled with noodles, and she just gets in the thing and just goes noodles. <laughs> she like bathes in it, and I just bawled crying on the plane, <laughs> like just wept openly and like shakingly wept at that moment. And the people next to me were just 
have their own martini kit. Horrified. <laughs> yeah, they were just making martinis for themselves. They had like a jar of olives, and they're just making martinis in a briefcase, getting hammered, practically like finger man? fucking. When you, which when you which makes be, them when my you, heroes. When you used to be able to bring liquor, uh, yeah, liquids I mean, this, on this is, right. so 98. Uh, just so you know, I was a background extra on Pac. Patch Adams. You were not. Yes, I was. They filmed it in San Francisco. Were you the noodles? <laughs> I was I was the noodles. <laughs> RJ was the pool. My taint was the pool. <laughs> oh my gosh. Taint misbehaving. So yes, Ma- I've I've been made fun of for uh, Patch Adams. My 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 improv troupe bought me got me like autographed Patch Adams posters and stuff. <laughs> Amazing. They, not actually they autographed it. They just thought it was Good. funny. And they just wrote like noodles, Robin Williams, and then they gave me a poster of the <laughs> So. Uh, Matt wins this uh, round of Scooperty. He has 1,200 points. Paul with a close second with 1,000 points. Yay. RJ with a very close third with negative 2,200 points. <laughs> I'm playing for charity, too. Yeah, no. <laughs> so that charity owes you money. <laughs> be great to play for charity, get a negative score, and then ask the charity for money. You got a negative score. You owe me. You you owe me. I got a negative. Plant a tree for your tomorrow. Fuck that. Give me my money, bitch. I want to thank Genevieve Noodles Harlan. <laughs> Paul, it's I your turn. Th- I want. <laughs> you have to do stuff now, Paul. I want to thank. <laughs> I'd like to thank Jackson <laughs> Thomas. It was, was, was the, the perfect murder. I want to thank Jeff Noodles Hunt. Thanks go out to Jacob the farmer guy. <laughs> Glenn Noodles Wolf. Many thanks to Jacob Dinklake. Graham Noodles Whitaker. A thank you to Jacob Aiken. Freeze dried Noodles Scoop. Jake Snyder. Thank you. I'm starting to sound like a horse. My <laughs> balls are no- Noodles. Itchy. Starting thank to. you, James Mayo. Top Creamer <laughs> Scoop. I'd like to thank Mr. Scoopy Butthole. My oh. butthole is the thing that I tried to get every female star of my movies <laughs> to lick furiously. <laughs> Speaking of licking, I want to thank Graders <laughs> Sunday Scoop. Thank you, One Fell Scoop. Thank you, Griffin <laughs> Minky. Thank you, Jason Klepper. Thank you, Super Nintendo. Ooh, Chalmers. I'm just going to keep evolving. A big thank you to Scooper Conductor, Rear Window. I want to thank Rear Windows of my guest that I couldn't get out uh, earlier. That's my butthole. Uh, <laughs> That's my rear window. I the view is atrocious. I, I have to say. Heather, ooh, Divine Hanson. Thank you, Scoopy Botfest. I want to thank Psychotic. Woo! What do we have here? Scoop. Thank you, Jeff Harris. I want to thank Howard. <laughs> Jackson. Great thanks to Jeff Libby. I want to thank Ian A. Chapman. A thank you to Jeffrey Ackerman. I want to thank Isaac. <laughs> Gerardin. <laughs> A thank you to Jennifer Grayson. Scoopy and the Ooh <laughs> The Beast. Thank you so much, Cheesy Scoop. You know who you are. Read that bottom name, Paul. Cheesy Scoop. The one at the very bottom. In the blue. I couldn't see it. I know. It was hidden. It was a secret name. <laughs> the secret name is Jeremy Hudson. 
For some reason, don't don't say the secret name. Your <laughs> name is in blue. Oh, I would stay away from anything cerulean in your surrounding area for fear of the untimely demise of you. <laughs> and of course, I'd like to thank Scoops and Tiramisu, Jacob McCulley, Jake uh, Abil- Abila. Uh, Scoopalls, Drag Race, James Lawrence, James Pearson, Beef Scoopy, Jameson Fisher, Jason Booten, Jason Victor, Senor Scoopses, Jay Shapiro, uh, Jeff Michaels, Sweaty Moist Ice Cream Balls, Jeffrey Nowyuk, which rhymes with cow book, and Jen Slattery. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. Hey, if you want to be thanked on air by Alfred Hitchcock, then go to preachingfun.com. <laughs> Preaching Fun. That's uh, our web address. I guess we need to start keeping... Preaching murder. If only. <laughs> preaching mystery. Preaching murder. <laughs> preaching today. <laughs> preaching murder would be great. We should look into getting that. Preaching again. murder. Rabbit. Preaching, preaching murder. murder. Uh, <laughs> that would definitely get our mail opened. Like, what company just took out preachingmurder.com? <laughs> Uh, go to go to preachingfun.com. You can support us on Patreon uh, for as little as a dollar a month. Help us pay our bills. Um, you get access to our secret RSS feed and uh, where we up sometimes upload bonus content there. We couldn't do it without you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. I want to thank RJ Owens for being on the show. Thank Thanks you, Thanks for having me, boys. I want to thank Audio Mafia, the Visual Mafia, all the social media mafia. Get on at Hey Scoops on every social media platform and you can talk to other listeners seven days a week as well as us. Um, Scoop Fest is coming up there. Uh, sure is. Go to Scoop Fest. Go um, to heyscoops.com slash Scoop Fest Vegas for, like uh, for five tickets? months. Five months away. Yeah. Holy shit, that's right around the corner. I know. You're telling me. So I think I think the installment plan is closing out soon, if not already. Installment has, plan is closing yeah. out soon, if not already. Uh, by the time you listen to this, you can go over to the Orleans Hotel and Casino. You can go to their website, enter the code A8ICC10, and that'll get you uh, cheap rooms there at the Orleans. Wait, wasn't that the code last year? Uh, very close. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. They guys. don't let us do a custom code, but they do like consistently give us a very close code <laughs> yes. to the one that we have. Are we doing another um, whatchamacallit show? Yes, welcome show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Welcome variety show. You're in. Yeah, you're in it. No, I don't want to be in it. Too bad. You want to direct? Oh, look at that. Um, <laughs> RJ wants a raise. I would also like to direct the opening variety <laughs> show. Um, and uh, what else? Oh, go to heyscoops.com slash shop uh, and check out our t-shirts. Uh, we're going to officially launch a, a, a seven-day sale at some point this week. But now you can get, we're just extending that sale by talking about it too early. Yeah. So there you go. So go to heyscoops.com slash shop and you can get in uh, uh, You can get a uh, uh, don't mistake my fleekness for weakness t-shirt as yeah, well as a pat- scoop patent black out. t-shirt. Uh, check that out as well. The other well. thing you can go to, you can go to fuckgladwell.com and that'll take you over to the Kickstarter page for the cone for Churnout New England. Which I get, yeah, we'll, so I have an update information. We'll put that in the next episode. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Bye.